welcome my friends to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of myvirtualchangemanager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organisations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences interview some fantastic people and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Next Level Change Success. My name is Therese Perez and I am the founder of myvirtualchangemanager.com. I'd like to acknowledge that we are recording on Tharawal country today and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land in which we meet. Well, today, what do we talk about today? Why change is more than just about people. And I think it's really fascinating that the perception of change is that it's all about people because it's so much more than that. And Obviously, my byline around my virtual change major is uh, change matters because people matter. And it's very true. People are, are at the heart of change. But this is about also business. It's about optimization. It's about efficiency. And I love all of those things. And definitely doing change with heart. And understanding how to engage people through that process is really critical. And it's really critical because then you achieve the outcomes that you're after. And that is why people are the focus because the byproduct of everything else occurs as a result of you treating people with respect, making sure that they're engaged in the change itself and that you take them on the journey for a better want of a cliche that I'm sure you've heard a million times. It's all about the journey. The reality is is it's very much about stepping side by side with people taking them through the change because oftentimes they don't know what's on the other side and they've never experienced something that you're looking to take them through. So therefore their minds can't even fathom what is on the other side. So it's important that you walk alongside them through the change so that it's effective, so that they're engaged and you get the best outcome from a business perspective, but also from a people perspective. Those two are symbiotic. They're not mutually exclusive It's really important that it's part of the ecosystem that you're considering. So let's take you through the areas that just aren't people oriented that you need to actually address when looking at change. So you do need to look at that business ecosystem. You need to think from an economics perspective about efficiencies, about how you need to put a business case together for a change, for example. There's always an economic return on investment that you want from a change. And that might mean improved staff retention, which actually does have a dollar cost to it or a dollar return that you can attribute to actually retaining staff for a longer period of time. 
but also when it comes to efficiencies and time, if you're looking at automating processes, you're looking at investing in technology, if you're looking at ensuring that your customers have a, an experience with your organization which is simple, easy and automated, then these are the things that can decrease the time that it takes for you to have purchase, purchases take place, which in turn increases your return on investment. So everything can have an economic benefit. Oftentimes I do hear, whether it be meetings or and talking about business cases in the past I've put together, people really struggle to quantify things that they think are a little bit esoteric when it comes to the people side, yet everything can be attributed from an economic modeling perspective about savings, cost savings when it comes to change. And really, if the dollars and cents don't add up, then it's not something you should pursue. And so that's something you really do need to consider when it comes to change. If it is not actually stacking up, don't invest in it. It may be not the right time to go into such a venture. It might be uh, too sizable an investment. So it says, how do you look at it from a different perspective? It might be something else that you could change in the ecosystem, which is going to actually give you a better return on investment. And it's really important that change isn't just seen to be about delivery and execution. Change is about effectiveness. It's about the return on investment. It's about the outcomes. Delivery is simply not good enough. There are many projects that have delivered but have failed to deliver the benefit and the outcome that they were intended to for a number of reasons. And then you've had to have further investment and then there's had to be real remediation take place. I do remember an example um, that comes to mind a couple of years ago now where there was in fact... A, a piece of work that got implemented it caused many issues when it came to service delivery and it was a real strain on the business to actually recover that and uh, there was certainly a lot of noise around it it didn't mean that there was an engagement it didn't mean you know that, that wasn't the cause of the issue the cause of the issue was they've been putting in policy or process which um, they'd underestimated the change impact of and certainly when organizations weren't used to um, applying that type of policy framework when they put it into play it meant that the organizations really struggled because they hadn't had to apply it before and it caused bottlenecks because of the way they set up their systems now if the current state had been assessed a bit more appropriately then it would have been factored in about we're about to put in some fundamental workflows into a system which was going to stop the approvals of um, things that just weren't monitored prior to that date and once that obviously got put into play it meant a really steep bottleneck and backlog of work and approvals to get undertaken because people just weren't regulating and they weren't making sure that the dollar cost was below a certain amount which they should have before there was obviously a little bit of um, angst from the program perspective about why didn't we know or why didn't they know that that was going to happen the reality of these things when you're putting in something new where you're getting a system to drive decision making for example where you may know that actually a lot of people there's no accountability that's um, evident prior to that date and prior to that time the policy really getting reinforced 
there would be an expected backlog. Absolutely. Shown time and time again, when things go from being quite hidden to then being quite transparent and workflow based and systems based, where systems really pushing that through, they're absolutely a lot of things come to the surface as a result of that. And by not being prepared, just say the lack of experience that people had and, and the underestimation that was taking place around that particular change. And it caused, as I said, quite a lot of angst at the time. Did get recovered, of course. I guess the other key piece of this was the lack of understanding from leadership across the different departments as to their obligations. And so many not really, um, many leaders not really getting present to the change that was about to happen. And then, of course, typically, which can happen, a lot of finger pointing at the time around why didn't we know in not realizing and people feeling like they weren't engaged, whereas they had been invited to certain things and not attended, those type of things. So that often happens. A lot of that noise will always happen as a result of change going in and if there's disruption and if something's been underestimated and if a recovery needs to take place. The reality is, however, that oftentimes in these type of programs or changes, dependent upon the actual business ecosystem, they can get missed from an engagement perspective unless someone's really pushing their leadership and really talking to them about the risk that's associated with these type of deliveries. So there's something else to think about. Change is more than people. It's about process. It's very much about making sure that you're considering the bigger ecosystem. You're really understanding the culture of the organization or culture of the the businesses that you're working with. If you have multiple subsidiaries, for example, that you work with or have multiple departments that you're working across, ultimately in major big organizations, different departments have different cultures and a different way of approaching things. So it's really important to consider that and the systems, processes, policies that exist. These are the things that you need to take into account because they matter as much as the consideration of taking people on the journey, especially when it comes to impacts and assessing those and then implementing the right type of change and letting your scope be quite comprehensive to ensure you achieve the outcome is really, really important. So change, not just about people. You need to have a look at the systems. You need to have a look at the ecosystem. You need to have a look at, is this change fundamentally, if it's a big change, going to change the positioning of the organization, the brand of the organization, the values that the organization should be addressing or focusing on as a result of the change that they're bringing in. And this can happen in big tech change. So digitization, major transformation pieces, there's a lot of investment happening in that space in organizations it is worth revisiting is this going to change the fundamental way in which we work and then it becomes more than just about the people piece and talking to people you want to make sure that you're looking at all those structures the decision making the delegations the governance within organizations these things need to be looked at when it comes to change if you're looking at transformational change and if you're looking certainly at culture change all of those are typically addressed. So change more than people, that's why it's a difficult discipline. And I do laugh about the soft, when people talk about soft, the soft skills, oh, we're talking about soft stuff with people, it's the fluffy stuff. It really isn't. It's the hardest stuff you're ever going to have to lean into when it comes to change. It is the most difficult aspect of change is the people 
getting leaders together, getting leaders on the same page, getting creating the right conditions for leaders to own change and to drive change. They're just like big, big challenges for organizations and for change leaders, for change managers and change consultants to really foster that environment and to coach and to enable and facilitate that process to happen. It's big and it takes a lot of energy. So don't think the change is just about people. It's multifaceted. If you're addressing all of those aspects, you will always achieve their best outcome. Many change managers and change practitioners become really good business managers because of their ability to analyze organizations and organization structures. And I feel like a lot of change practitioners are the best leaders as well if they're looking at facilitating change because they end up having such a broad spectrum of experience through all the different changes that there's not many organizational challenges that they haven't had to implement or cover or deal with themselves, regardless of what area or discipline the department is in, that a change and a transformation lead could lead operational functions, could lead strategic functions, could lead people and culture functions. And it's really because of that broad experience. I certainly know that I have sat in call centers and introduced change there, governance structures, um, transformation culture pieces, operational service delivery structures, uh, role designs, looked at process efficiencies, looked at IT efficiencies and rolled those out. So there's not many areas or um, parts of an organization that I haven't actually entered into. And that so that generalist view that you get as a change practitioner across the organization really does put you in good stead to be able to drop into any area of the organization and to have a positive impact. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I certainly enjoyed talking about this. Come and visit us at myvirtualchangemanager.com. Remember that change matters because people matter. Have a great day.